0: So I'm going to show you how you can create a fully tested course curriculum without wasting months of time and getting people to actually pay you to do this process. So whether you're a new or experienced course creator or new and experienced in your field, you can easily get stuck if you don't have this one thing, and that is a proof of concept. You have to have proof that what you do works. Otherwise, the self-doubt comes in. Do I have the modules and materials laid out in the right order? Am I missing something? Am I saying things in a way that resonate with my students so that they can get the results that they want? So if you don't have this proof of concept you struggle, you might struggle because you, the self-doubt is creeping in, right? And this often shows up in two different ways. One, you are an expert in your field and maybe you work one-on-one. We have a lot of therapists, we work with a lot of physicians, and we see this a lot where they have so much information, they really struggle to put it down in a step-by-step order because they're used to having one-on-one conversations. So if you think about a relationship therapist, right? they go in, they have a conversation with their client, and based on the client's response, that therapist then kind of um, creates the path and the framework because they have back and forth communication, but it's a little bit different when it's a digital course, because you don't have that back and forth, right? So you might struggle to lay things out in sequential order. So you're not doubting your expertise or your experience, but you might be doubting the format and the way you lay out your materials. The second way this can show up is you might not have proof that what you do can work for other people. So maybe you have been really successful about leveraging your social media and selling physical products, but how does that translate to other people? If you share with somebody your methods, are they gonna get similar results? You don't have that proof yet. The answer is an alpha launch. But what we often think of is a beta launch, a beta launch. Hey, I have this new course. I'm going to do a beta launch and see, like, you know, put some people in my test program. It's a pilot program. But most people skip the step that comes before the beta launch. And that is your alpha. So let's talk about what an alpha launch looks like. I'm going to give you a snapshot and then I'm gonna walk you through some specifics. So with an alpha launch, basically what you're doing is finding five people in your network who want to learn from you, that want to learn what it is that you teach. They pay you to teach them this one-on-one. You meet weekly. You share your methods, you share your materials, and then what you do with that information, their experience and their feedback, you use that to refine your course materials or your course lessons to improve your course. Number two is you're testing the format of this, the step-by-step and not the knowledge, right? We're not questioning if you're an expert. We're not questioning if you have the right expertise, the knowledge, the know-how, the tools, the resources. We already know that. We're just seeing if this is the right format and packaging your knowledge, right? And the third piece, why this works is you have external motivators to get going. If you have five people that say, yes, I want to learn from you, you've already committed to somebody else. And because you are going to take their money, you're really locked in, right? You've got to deliver. You've got to go through this process with them. And at the end of it, you have a course that is tried and true. It's tested. So let me walk through an example with you of what what this could look like. So we're going to use an example of somebody that has had success selling their products at a craft show or farmer's market, like markets and craft shows. So the very first step that you're going to do in an alpha launch is you're going to create a high level course outline. You're going to have the framework of what you teach. So for example, for our person that is uh selling at teaching people how to sell at markets, um their topics, they might have five different categories. It might be how to find different venues, um how to set up your booth, what products to bring, how to interact with your customers, and it might be how to use social media to like get people to show up to the market that you're at, right? So maybe you have five buckets, five key areas that you teach in your digital course. That is what you need to have laid out so that when you talk to these prospects about becoming one of your alpha launch students, that you can confidently say, this is what the this is what we'll go through when we meet one-on-one. So the first step is creating a high-level course outline so you feel confident in what you're going to talk about, but know this will absolutely change. It's kind of a brain dump, so you know where you're going, but you have time to fine-tune this before you actually teach it. The second step is you're going to find five people who want you to teach them. So these people need to be committed. This can't be just some like your cousin. You're like, Hey, can I like do this thing with you? And they're not really into it. That won't work. You need to have somebody that's actually committed and wants to learn your process because we need to get the results, right? We need them to be in it as well. And they are going to pay you. Um, And you might say, hey, it's easier to give things for free. That's, yes, it might be, but when they pay you, when people pay they pay attention and they're going to be more committed to the process and if you think like oh my gosh what do i charge let's keep it really simple and i'm going to give you three different options so if you want to sell your course say you're thinking mm, it'll probably be around 397 when i have the actual digital course done you could charge 397 now because they are going to get one-on-one attention from you so that's super valuable anyway if you're still a little iffy charge half price instead of a 397 charge a 197 option and if you're really feeling like itchy about it just a flat 100 bucks 100 bucks and it's really to lock them in it is not this is this is data over dollars this is not our money maker this is progress over payments, right? This is just a way to get them to fully commit to this process. So then the next step that you have is number three, is you're going to teach them one-on-one every week. So remember in the first step, we had five different buckets, five different topics. You are going to meet one-on-one with them in a Zoom call for five weeks. So each of your topics is going to be a one-on-one call. Now, a couple tips that can help you is you might want to have, um, once they say yes, once they pay, then spend a little bit more time fleshing out, okay, what is it that I'm going to teach them? What are the examples that I'm going to share? And the good news is when you do it for one person, you're going to do it for all five people. And what you're going to do is build as you go. Um, it can be helpful to either have a Google Doc that you can share. Maybe you just have an agenda, and it's a printed document, and you say, "Okay, we're going to go through this this material in in the call." Just Keep in mind, this is a real person. You're having a real conversation. Do not overcomplicate this. Do not think that you have to be super fancy with a bunch of different technology and slides and screen share. Just keep it really simple. Um, Make sure you record these sessions though, because you are gonna wanna go back and review the material and how did I explain that or where did they get stuck or they asked a really good question. So the next time I teach it or the next person I teach it, I can revamp that. I do recommend though that you stay on track. That's why it's help helpful even, either having an agenda or a framework that you're going to go through for each call because you don't want to go on a personal tangent that doesn't really help. I've learned this firsthand because when they go on tangents, they are getting scatterbrained. They're kind of bebopping all around the place. So really keep them on track. And my last suggestion with this is take lots of notes. Take lots of notes. And that's why I want you to record it because you can go back. What questions did they have? What did they mention? Um, Where did they get stuck? What did they want you to explain further? Um, Were they confused? Um, So take lots of notes because you are going to use this. And that then takes us into step four. You use their feedback to adjust your course materials from person one to person two. Okay, I've got my recordings. Let me go in this first topic. And then you can use that to refine what it is that you will do to teach your digital course. Now, a great way you can do feedback is if you have five sessions, do an extra session at the end to recap again you definitely want to record this because then they can say okay over the past 6 weeks i did what you told me these are my results right so now you have proof that what you teach works you have real life students they have given you a testimonial they are happy because like you showed them what to do at a very very reasonable price um you have a few dollars in your bank account so you have proof your proof of concept, but you also have proof that people want to pay you for your knowledge, right? So there are so many different things that can be helpful with this. Um, you can also ask them a couple questions in this recap. And because you're recording it, that can be great social proof that you can put on your sales page or share on social media or pull clips into your email com- campaigns when you go to actually do a full launch of your digital course in the future. But think about this. In, in just a matter of six weeks, you now have this proof of concept. You have laid out your course. You know what you want to change. You know what you want to tweak. You know what, to, what you want to refine. And you have mastered this process to create your digital course in six weeks that has taken some of my private clients months and years to even get to this point. And really the big thing that you will walk away with is you have motion. You are in motion and you have momentum to keep going. You have proof of concept. So when you go to launch your digital course, you don't have to doubt that this works. You already know. And that allows you to show up differently. It allows you to show up more confidently. um, And that then translates into more sales, more progress, more wins for your digital course, and ultimately helps you reach more people. So this feels doable, right? I really don't want you to overcomplicate this process. So today or in the next 24 hours, I want you to outline your course. Then tomorrow, you're going to reach out to 10 people in your network. This could be your email list. This could be people that you know. These could be your LinkedIn contacts. This could be your social media following. 10 people. And you're gonna do that every day until you get five. And in one week, you could have your first five paying students. You do wanna accept payment, don't overcomplicate it. This does not need a sales page. This does not need anything fancy. This does not need a funnel. You just need a Venmo or a PayPal or some kind of payment link that they can pay you and then you schedule your first call. And because you have a first call scheduled, that will give you that momentum to, what am i am going to talk about in my first call? So in one week, you can have your alpha launch up and running and your digital course is officially on its way. So you have got this. And once you do this, once you try this, send me a note either in the comments or DM me on Instagram, Miss Chelsea Hayes, and tell me all about your experience because I want to cheer you on.